Welcome to the Mindset for Life podcast. This is Bethany, your coach from drbecoach.com. Here on the Mindset for Life podcast, we look at ideas that help you reclaim your power and purpose in life, relationships, and work. This podcast is for you if you lead, teach, and serve others. You want things to get a little better each day, and you're ready to focus on your mindset to make it happen. Hey there, thank you for joining me on the Mindset for Life podcast. I'm very, very excited about this particular episode because time management is something that comes up a lot. Most people that I talk to, whether at work or when I'm coaching or in my family life, talk about time. Time comes up over and over. If time were a person, its ears would be burning all day long, seriously, because we're just always talking about it. So today we're going to talk about a mindset to know that you have enough time. I was really intrigued by this in a book I read by Gay Hendricks, who wrote The Big Leap. If you haven't read this book, I highly recommend it. It's about the upper limit problem, stretching our comfort zone, and our ability to achieve more success, feel more love, and feel more positive emotions in our life. Now, we fight this. Why? Well, there are a lot of reasons why that I'm not going to get into today, and I encourage you to listen to some of my other episodes of this podcast. Today, we're going to focus on how you can develop a mindset to know that you have enough time. You really do. And in my experience, it's all about your mindset. Once you have a mindset to believe that you're capable of something, that it's open to you, You can achieve anything literally that you put your mind to. You can really set the goals that you want to, and you can move forward. So today we're going to talk about the feelings that we have about time. I'm going to share a lot of feelings that I have had about time in the past and feelings that you might have about time. I'm going to challenge each one of these thoughts and going to encourage you to Consider your own thoughts and feelings about time. Thoughts are ideas that we have. Feelings are emotions. So when I say we have feelings around time, I'm really talking about like angst, anxiety, um, worry, regret, fear, a lot of those things, right? So one of the biggest thoughts that we have around time is that we just don't have enough of it. Whenever you think about not having enough of something, what does that do for you? For me, when I think about not having enough, it starts me down the path of worry. Now, I'm not super familiar with the emotion of worry. My brain worries. I have a lot of thoughts around scarcity and worry, but I don't really notice the feeling of worry. Worry feels kind of tight in the shoulders. It feels tight in my neck. It feels like I'm hunched over a lot. I really have to think about what that feels like. What does worry feel like to you? Do you like that? Well, when you're worried that you don't have enough time, that it's limited, that it's finite, you're probably thinking some of the thoughts that I have thought, and here they are. I have thought there are only 24 hours in this day and only seven days a week. And no matter how carefully I plan, I just might not be able to get everything done. I need to plan wisely or maximize the time. I want to challenge this today. So I ask you, is it really true? 
Is it really true that time is limited, that it's finite? In his book, The Big Leap, Gay Hendricks talks about playing with time, stretching time, always having enough time. Have you ever met anyone like this that seems to get a lot of things done that they care about? And you wonder, where did they find the time for all of that? They teach a college class. They teach coaching in the evenings. They go off and create a lot of art. They have time to go camping, go fix up their cabin. They're doing all of this in a state of ease and flow and feeling like it's all working together for them. But to me, it sounds like a very busy schedule. I don't know how they're fitting it all in because I'm thinking time is finite. It's limited. There are only 24 hours in a day, seven days a week. So I'm really wondering about this. And today I'm suggesting that when we think differently about time, it becomes a resource for us to use, not something that we are slaves to. It is our slave. We are the masters. It's not a limited few fleeting hours that pass by that we cannot hold on to. Today, I invite you to take this journey with me to cultivate a mindset to know that you have enough time. Let's start with your current thoughts about time. I'm going to read some of these that come up a lot. Here's the first one. Time, I'll never have enough. Time disappears. I can't control it. Another common thought is, I don't want to look at the clock because it will be bad. There's never enough time, and I will be disappointed at how much time has passed. Another thought around time you might be having is, I have to hide my real-time management habits and try to look like I spend time wisely and that I look like I'm fine in the areas of productivity and time management. Another thought that comes up is, everyone else seems to have enough time and to have this whole thing figured out but only I don't know the real secret to saving time and being productive, focused, or having extra time, having free time. How does anyone do that? Some people think time is always out of control. Other people interrupt my time, asking things of me, disrupting my schedule, taking my time, wasting my time, spending my time in ways that I can't anticipate or control. I literally spend all my time trying to get enough done and make time and there just will never be enough. All of these thoughts might seem true. You might have had some of these thoughts before. I know I have. And when I think these things, they don't feel great. A lot of the feelings around those thoughts are that I am the subject of time and it is the object controlling me. In fact, when I think it disappears and I can't control it, I feel like nothing is in my control. There's nothing I can do, so I might as well not try. And if I think that I need to hide my time management habits, then I start to have to hide who I am and a lot of other things too. I want to challenge all of these thoughts because while they might feel true, they might seem true, all of the thoughts that I just shared with you drive away creativity and curiosity. And when we think in these ways, we really cannot try to live with ease and flow. Ease and flow promote creativity and innovation. We get really tense and uptight and worried and anxious when we have these other thoughts about time. These thoughts chase time away. They make us subject to that idea that we are in poverty. In fact, they cultivate a mindset a lot like poverty. So what new thoughts can we have instead? 
what can we think about time that's going to be different, that's going to be inviting and maybe turn it around for us? I'd like to propose about 10 new thoughts, and I'll share these one at a time. Here we go. The first thought is, I have enough time and I can always get more and grow time. Doesn't that sound magical? I have enough, I can always get more. Someone asked me during a coaching call the other night, should he give up sleep to get more time to study? I thought, okay, (laughs) sleep is essential for studying. But it made me think about this time when I was pursuing my doctoral degree and I went back east to Boston where the residency was going to be held. And I literally stayed up two nights in a row. So I was up on Tuesday, stayed up Tuesday night, was up on Wednesday, stayed up Wednesday night, and presented on Thursday. And none of that time did I sleep. And I had uh, planned ahead that if I wasn't ready, I would simply stay awake and keep working. I never felt tired. I never felt exhausted. I went for those two nights and three days with no sleep at all. I thought it was just a gift. And I'm not sure where the energy came from, but I had enough time to get everything done and it didn't feel out of control. So sometimes time might be produced in ways that take sleep from us, but I don't think that's always the case. I don't think you have to always give up sleep to make more time. Time will appear in ways we don't expect. Maybe a meeting gets canceled spontaneously and now all of a sudden we have another hour. So we can't always plan on where that time's going to come from, but we can believe there is enough and we can always get more and it will happen. The second idea is there is no end to my resourcefulness to use time well. I believe that about you. I believe that about me. Number three, I can plan for, track, and account for all of my time. That is true. If you have never used a time tracker to write down what you're doing every hour of the day, I suggest trying this. When you try to track and account for all of your time, you'll notice what habits you have, the way you spend your time, and you can intentionally change your habits and decide to invest your time differently. So if you do notice your time seems kind of like it's disappearing, just use a tracker. You can account for it and you can change course. Number four. Time is given to me by God and the universe as a tool. I have stewardship over it. I can train time to be my servant or my companion, to do what I want it to do, and to hold space for me to do my greatest work. My timeline is clear and understandable. Time is neutral. Number five, time is a tracker and a status updater, not something good or bad. Number six, I can tell my true story about time and my relationship with time. It's not a secret. I don't have to appear a certain way in relationship to time to please others or to hide anything. I'm accountable for the way I work with time and I'm not ashamed about it. Number seven, there is no secret to having enough time, only the skills to use it well, to maximize it, and to flow with the time available, even to expand time and I'm willing to learn better skills every day. That's true. I've been seeking out better time use strategies for years now, and I feel like I get better and better all the time. So I believe in that, and I know you can do it too. Number eight, I can devote time to fun and enjoyable experiences, relaxation, and focused work. 
I will intentionally decide where to invest time for a balanced work and life that I love. Number nine, I am able to always have enough time for what I'll accomplish without exhausting myself or overworking. And I will let go of those priorities I don't believe in that or that belong to someone else to focus time on my gifts and on areas in which I'm uniquely qualified to make a difference, contribute, and keep growing. And the last one, number 10, I always have time to include others to bring them with me and to invite them to play a part in the great work that I'm doing and to appreciate what others care most about as a companion when I'd like to do that. That most important part of bringing others along and taking the time to do that, I think that's probably one of the most insidious thoughts that we have is when we're trying to get work done, when we have children around, when we have family members around, or when we're thinking of our colleagues, we might think we just don't have time to connect with those people. If we stop to talk to people, we'll run out of time to get the work done. And we go back into that lack, that poverty mindset of never having enough. But when we bring others with us, we will find that we always have enough. Pretty soon, the work gets redistributed and, and they're contributing to our ideas. They're helping us out. We're benefiting by connecting with other people too. And when we're able to bring others with us, we will find our time measurement changes quite a bit. And that is one of the gifts and blessings of using time differently. So this week, I'd like to invite you to look at time as a resource and a friend, one that is not so structured as you might think it is, but one that is somewhat malleable. When you put your priorities in order and you put your priorities where you'd like them to be and you use your time resourcefully and well, looking at it as a tool and something you can always have enough of to get the important work done, you will find you will have enough time to relax, to work in a state of ease and flow, and to let go of some of your worry, some of your anxiety, and some of your fear about losing time or managing it poorly. Pretty soon, you will be the master of time instead of its slave. You can do this. This is a wonderful way to develop a mindset that you have enough time and I want to make one thing perfectly clear before we sign off today, and that is that the mindset to know that you have enough time is not about putting things off. It's not about procrastinating, and it's not about kicking the can down the road and saying, I'll just start it later. I have plenty of time. I'm just not going to go there. No, it's actually about working with confidence and calm to do your best work now instead of working in fear worry, anxiety, and panic mode. So it's a different mindset about the way you're using the time right now so that you can do your best work. I hope you will try these ideas because I know they are working for me and I know they can work for you. I want you to feel excited about time and look forward to the time you're going to use and the way you're going to interact with time. Best wishes this week trying it out, and I hope you will reach out to me very soon to let me know how it's going for you. You can email me anytime through my website at drbcoach.com. There's a contact form there. Get in touch with me. Let me know how you're using this information about time and what suggestions you might add for our other listeners that I can share for a future episode. Take care of yourself and best wishes being the best version of you this coming week.
If you like what you heard today, share it with a friend. Leave a review on iTunes. Check out the resources at my website, drbcoach.com. I'm Bethany Hansen, and thanks for listening.